Buenos dias, Orchard Church. How are you today? What an amazing opportunity to be speaking with you this morning. Okay, let me say it again. What an amazing opportunity to try to speak in English with you this morning. That sounds better, right? <laughs> uh, always, always it's a blessing to, to be speaking here uh, on Sundays. For me, it's a blessing. And just let, let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you a little bit what is happening in the Spanish service. Uh, we're still having between 65 and 70 people every week. So that's, that's great. We, we don't have even a year. And we, and we are having right now uh, 65, 70 people every week. So that's, that's very, very awesome. And right now we have a goal, right? Our goal is to have 100 people coming every week by the end of the year. And I know that that sounds crazy, but you know what? For God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for God. And I had this vision. I had this dream. I want to see a thousand Spanish-speaking people worshiping the Lord in the building. Right? Amen? Do you, do you think we can do it? Yeah, of course we can do it because for God, nothing is impossible. So, as you know, every time that Pastor Doug lets me preach, I need to teach you a new word in Spanish. <laughs> and now I need to because every, every day people are just asking me, hey, what is going to be the next word? What is going to be the next word in Spanish? Nobody asked me about what, what, what will be the next message. What, what will be the next sermon? No. Everybody wants to know what, what will be the next word in Spanish. And I think that maybe I'm not a good preacher. <laughs> maybe I, I, I am a very good Spanish teacher. But thank you, guys. You, you are helping me here to find myself here. So are you ready for a new word in Spanish? Okay. The new and don't worry, I will preach, so don't leave the room. <laughs> Maybe new people are like, "What is this?" I mean, so the new word in Spanish is this one: aguas, aguas. And I know that you know what it means, right? What it means? Waters, right? But in Mexico, we use this word for something else. Are you ready? We use this word. To say, watch out, right? Watch out. If, if you go to Mexico and somebody shout to you, hey, aguas, you will be like, oh, what is happening? Yeah, watch out what? You know, that, that word means watch out. Now, why? Right? Everybody's like, why? What is this watch out? There's a story behind this word. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. Not everybody in Mexico knows this story. So now, you will be like, you, you can go to Mexico and you can ask them, do you know the story behind Aguas? And now you can tell them the story, right? In the old days in Mexico, very old, old days in Mexico, when people didn't have bathrooms inside the house, you know? And then, at night, they had to do their business, you know? They didn't want to go outside to, to do their business, so they keep a bucket uh, under the bed. So when they wanted to do their business, they just grabbed the bucket and did their, their business. They threw out the dirty waters there in the bucket, all right? The next morning, they took the bucket and they had to throw it out from the window, 
through the window. So before they do that, they had to shout, Hey, I was! And then, and I had a picture of that here. So that's, that's the picture. It was something like that. So imagine, imagine this poor guy. He was walking in the street. He was starting his day. It was a beautiful morning. He was praising the Lord with the birds and everything. And then, suddenly, splash. He took a shower right there. So that was bad. So that, that, that was the new word in Spanish for today. Aguas. Okay, let's open our Bibles in the book of Daniel. Let's open our Bibles in the book of Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. And I don't know if you have read this book, the book of Daniel. But this book is very interesting. This book is the book of Revelation, but from the Old Testament. All right? God gave Daniel some visions about the future. Daniel was having this vision about the end of the world and all the ugly stuff that we see on Revelation. And it was too much for Daniel. He just didn't take it so well. He was feeling so bad about it. He was feeling so sad. In, in, in verse 2, he, he was saying something like this. When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three whole weeks. This vision was too much for Daniel. It was too bad for him. He was mourning for weeks. It was something like if God gives Pastor Doug a vision. And in this vision, Pastor Doug sees cats everywhere. Taking, taking control of the world. That will be very bad for Pastor Doug, you know? He will be like, oh, no, God, please, this vision is too much for me. I can't take it anymore. And he will, he, he will be mourning for years, not just for weeks. Or it will be like if God gives me, gives me a vision. And in this vision, I saw that all, I see that all the tacos of the world are like this. <laughs> that will be so bad for me. That will be so bad because, guys, this is a horror Mexican story, you know? Oh, let's go back to the other one. That's a Mexican horror story right there. Because, guys, I love you very much. I love United States very much. But... Guys, this is not a taco. <laughs> let me tell you that this is not a taco, right? Now, let me show you a real taco. Here is the real taco. That's a real, can I have an amen? Yeah, this is a real taco. So Daniel, Daniel was having a bad time. He was having a, a very bad day. He was mourning. He didn't feel good. In verse 8, he was saying something like this. He, he said, so... I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew deadly pale. And I felt what? Very weak. I felt very weak. And that's the title of this message. When I feel weak. Daniel was saying, I feel alone. I feel sad. I feel weak. So how many of you have felt something like this? When you feel weak, 
maybe this week, maybe this month, for whatever reason, maybe you feel alone and you can't take it anymore. Maybe you are having trouble in your marriage. Maybe you are having trouble in your job. Maybe you are struggling, struggling with your health or your finances. Maybe it's an addiction and you can't take it anymore. Maybe you lost someone that you love so much and you just can't take it anymore. And you feel alone and you feel like Daniel. You feel very weak. And I think everybody here has had these kind of days, right? When we feel very weak. I remember six years ago, I was very involved in the church. I was leading the music every week. I was preaching every other week. And I was very involved in the church. And then, for many reasons, we had to step out from that church. And that was very hard for me. Because, you know, that's my passion. My passion is, is preach the word of God. My passion, is, my passion is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. My passion is to lead people in worship. That's my passion. And I was feeling very bad. I, it was very hard for me. It was very, very hard for me and my wife. And I think my wife wanted to help me with my depression. Because she got pregnant, you know. <laughs> so, you, you do the math. Uh, <laughs> and she got pregnant. And we were very happy. We were very excited about it. It was our second baby. And we were very happy. We were very excited. We forgot all the bad things about, uh, about the church and everything. And we were very happy. We were very excited. I was thinking something like, oh, maybe this time we're going to name our baby after my name. And it will be a little Martial, you know. And it will be very happy. It, it was amazing. And then... When my wife was three months of pregnancy, she went to the doctor. And you know, when you go to the doctor, you are very excited to see these rear pictures, right? You don't know what are you looking, but you know that that's your baby. And she was there with the doctor. And that day, the doctor told my wife that she could not hear my baby's heartbeat. It was very bad for us. We lost our second baby. We lost our second baby. And we were asking questions. God, why? What, what, why is this happening to us? Where are you, God? And we felt alone. We felt weak. And we had a lot of questions for God. And I, will, I, I, was, I remember crying out to God with this verse here in Psalms chapter 6, verse 2. And I told God, God, have compassion of me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. God, why is this happening to us? Why, God? So maybe today some of you are feeling like this. For any reason, you feel weak. And today... We're going to learn what to do, what we can do when we feel like that, when we feel weak. And here, Daniel gives us three things that we need to remember when we feel weak. So are you ready for these three things? The first thing that we need to do when we feel weak is this one. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Let's go to Daniel chapter 10. 
verse 10 and 11. And it says, Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling, to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are what? You are very precious to God. Daniel was having a very bad day. Daniel was having trouble in his life. And he felt very weak. And then suddenly an angel appears and, and, and told him, Hey, Daniel, you are very precious to God. Remember who you are. You are very precious to God. And sometimes we feel bad. We feel alone and we, and we feel weak because we forget who we are in Jesus Christ. We, we, we forget who you are in, in Jesus Christ. If you have Jesus Christ in your life, you are a child of God. You are a children of God. Now, how many of you have children here? Raise your hand. Now, you know, no matter how ugly they are, right? <laughs> no matter how ugly they are, for us, they will be the most precious thing in the world. You know, when, when, when babies just born, they are just ugly, right? <laughs> they are just ugly. Uh, and we are like, oh, this is, this is so precious. And the other people is like, what? <laughs> no, no, no matter what ugly they are, for us, they are the most precious thing in, in this earth. No matter what they do, no matter what they do, like here in the picture, no matter what they do, we're going to discipline them, of course, but then we're going to forgive them, and we're going to love them. Why? Because we love them so much, and they are very precious to, to us. This is the most beautiful thing that happened to me. They are very precious to me, and no matter what they do, I'm always going to forgive them. And love them because they are very precious to me. And the same is with God. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you have Jesus Christ in your life, you need to remember that you are a child of God. You are a friend of Jesus. You are a new creation. You belong to God. You are forgiven. You have purpose. You have hope. You are overcoming. You are victorious because you are very precious to God. Amen? You are very precious to God. So if you are having these days, when you are having a lot of trouble, when you are having a lot of questions, when you feel weak, you need to remember, you are very precious to God. Now, maybe, maybe you haven't made a decision for Jesus Christ. Maybe you are not a follower of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. You are very precious to God, too. Because God was willing to send His only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, to die for your sins, to die for my sins, so you can have a relationship with Him. And if you haven't made a decision for Jesus Christ, hey, today is your day. Make a decision for Jesus Christ. He loves you so much. And he wants to have a relationship, a personal relationship with you. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse, verse 1, it says, See how very much our Father loves us. For he calls us his children. And that's 
And that is what we are. We need to remember who we are in Jesus Christ. When we feel weak, we need to remember who we are in Jesus Christ. Number two, I need to remember, when I feel weak, I need to remember that God hears and he answers our prayers. God hears and answers our prayers. Daniel chapter 10 verse 12. Let's see what it says here. And it says, then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Now, let's do something. Let's, let's take out the word Daniel there. And let's put our name there. And for me, it will be like, like that. Then he said, don't be afraid, Martial. Since the first day you began to pray for what? Understanding. How many of you have prayed like that, like, like that to God? God, please help me. Help me to understand. I don't understand anything that you are doing in my life. Please, God, help me to understand. And Daniel was having the same prayer to God. God, help me to understand. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been what? Heard. Your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. God hears and answers our prayers. When we are having these bad days, when we feel weak and alone and horrible, usually we think that God is not, is not hearing our prayers. Or maybe he's listening, but for some reason he's not answering my prayers. And again, we are not alone in this. The Bible is full of, of people that's ha- that, 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 that was having these questions to God. God, why? God, help me to understand. And a very good example of this is King David. The, the Psalm chapter 13 verse 1, it says something like this. Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? King David was having these questions too. He felt weak too. And you know what? Of course God hears our prayers. Of course God answers our prayers. But sometimes he doesn't answer the way we want or the way we like, right? We need to trust in God that he knows exactly what is the best for us. It, it will be like if my youngest son, Nolan, he, he is three years old. And he comes to me and tells me, hey, daddy, can I drive the car? What would be my answer? No! Of course you cannot drive my car. And he will be all angry with me. He, he will be having this face. Like that. He'll be like, what is wrong with you? What, what? My son, don't, don't, don't name me God, okay? What is wrong with you, dad? And he will be crying out to me and he will be saying like, you, you, you don't hear me. Uh, you don't uh, you, you doesn't understand me. But you know what? That's not true. That is not true. I, of course, I love my son. Of course, I am hearing his request. And I am answering him. And the answer is no. Why? Because I love my son. And I know that if I let him drive my car, it will be a 100% chance that he will be hurt. Right? And I love you too, guys. 
That's why I don't let my, my, my three-year-old son drive my car. So he needs, to, he, he, needs, he needs to start trusting in me. That I know what is the best for him. And the same way, we need to start trusting in God. He hears our prayers. And he answers our prayers the, the way he knows is the best for us. And let's read again Psalm chapter 13. And let's see how David finished this psalm. He was having the question. He was saying, Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? God, why? Where are you, God? But then, at the end of this psalm, he's saying something like this. But I trust in your unfailing love. I have a lot of questions. I don't understand everything that you are doing in, in my life. But you know, God, I trust in you. I trust in your unfailing love. And I will rejoice because you have rescued me. And I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. When you are having these bad days, when you are feeling weak, you need to remember who you are. But you need to remember that God is hearing you. And sometimes God is answering you. And maybe you don't understand his answer. And maybe you have a lot of questions. But you know what? You need to trust in him. That he is doing all this. Because he knows what is the best for you. So when we feel weak, we need to remember who we are. And we need to remember that he hears an answer or prayers. And number three. We need to remember God's word. We need to remember God's word. Let's read Daniel chapter 10, verse 16. Daniel chapter 10, verse 16, and it says, Then the one who looked like a man. Now, when in the Old Testament people describe the one who looked like a man, they were talking about Jesus Christ. So we can see Jesus Christ working here in this, in, in, in this verse. Then the one who looked like a man touched my lips, and I opened my mouth and began to speak. And I said to the one standing in front of me, I am filled with anguish because of the vision I have seen, my Lord, and I am very weak. How can someone like me, your servant, talk to you, my Lord? My strength is gone. And I can hardly breathe. Then again, the one who looked like a man touched me again. And I felt my strength returning. Don't be afraid, he said. For you are very precious to God. Peace. Be encouraged. Be strong. And then look at this. As he spoke these words to me, I suddenly felt stronger. And said to him, please. Speak to me, my Lord, for you have strengthened me. The only thing that can give us strength in the middle of our tribulations, when we feel weak, is his word. Is his word. Yeah, you can, you can celebrate that. Is his word. So my question will be, if you are having these days, if you feel weak, if you are struggling with something, my question will be, how much, how much time do you spend in this word? How much time do you spend in the Bible? Listening at his words. 
Because when we are feeling alone and weak in the middle of our tribulations, we have two options. We can run away and forget God, or we can run to God and embrace Him. And the only thing that can make us strong when we are weak is His Word. When we need to be encouraged, when we need to feel alive again, we need to hear His voice. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 3, verse 16, all the scripture is what? Inspired by God. How much of the scripture? All of it. All the scripture is inspired by God. Now, this word inspired here is the Greek word theophanestus. Everybody says theophanestus. I am very good in my Greek, you know? I can pronounce very... Somebody knows Greek here? No? Okay, I'm very good in my Greek. <laughs> I know exactly how to pronounce this word. And this word is Theophanestus. And this word, Theophanestus, literally means breathed in. Breathed in. And that's the same word that appears in Genesis, but just in Hebrew. But that's the same word that appears in Genesis when God created the man. And then he breathed the breath of life in him. And, the, and then the man was, a, 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 was living for the bread of, of God. That same voice that created the universe. That same voice that gave life to the man in the beginning. That same voice that even the winds and waves obey. That's the voice that we need to hear every day. And hear, our, and hear our, that voice. This is the word of God. And we need to, to hear the word of God every day. The same word that gave life to man is the same voice that can give you life today. If you are hearing his voice every day. Because you know there are times when, when we just don't feel alive. And we feel very bad. And the only word that can give you life is his word. And we need to spend time in his word. And sometimes God designs these times when we feel weak so we can be close to him. And experience a true relationship with him. And at the end, at the end of this situation, when I am feeling weak, I will be like Daniel saying, saying please God, keep talking. Keep talking to me, God. Because when you talk, I feel stronger. So I want to be here, hearing your voice, God, God. Because when I hear your voice, I feel stronger. And we need to be very close to that book. Because sometimes we think that Christianity is just come to the service on Sunday and then put the Bible away. That's not Christianity. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ. When I am hearing your, his voice, and he is hearing my voice through the prayer. Amen? Amen? That's a real relationship with Jesus Christ. And if we want to feel stronger, we need to hear his voice. I, I remember, some of you know my testimony, when we were to Guatemala, and we were kidnapped in Guatemala. And... For my wife, that time was horrible. She was having a lot of questions. It was a nightmare for her. 
was a nightmare for her. And she was asking all the day, all the night. She was praying to God and she was asking God, God, why God? Why did this happen to me, God? I came to a mission trip, God. Why did this happen to me? And my wife was so sad. She, was, she, she wasn't understanding anything. And she felt so weak. She felt horrible. She felt humiliated. And she was saying, God, why? Why is this happening to me, God? The next day, because that happened the first day of our, of our mission trip. The next day, she was there. She was praying in her knees, trying to understand why this happened to her. And then she was praying to God. And then it happened. God spoke. God spoke to her. And you know what? It wasn't a vision. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't a thunder spoken to my wife. No. It was his word. It was his word. And she was there praying and reading the Bible, listening to God's word. And then he spoke in Psalms chapter 3, verse 3. And it says, But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, and you are the one who holds my head high. And you know what? From that day forward, my wife understood everything. And now she can go everywhere. And she can now uh, trust in the word of God. And she now is saying, I know, whatever I do, I know that my Lord is my shield. I know that he is my glory. And, and I know that he's the one who holds my head high. And she felt stronger that day. Why? Because of his word. Because of his word. Let me finish with this ver verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We need to understand and we need to remember when we feel weak, we need to remember who we are. We need to remember that God hears and answers our prayers. We need to remember his word. And I think Apostle Paul is a very good example of this. Because the Apostle Paul, he was having a lot of trouble in his life. He was having a lot of persecution. He was stoned. He was in jail. And he said something like this. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am what? Weak. For when I am weak, then I am strong. If I remember these three things, I can say something like Paul. When I am weak, then I am strong. God, thank you. Thank you for your word this time. Thank you because now we know that when we feel weak, the only thing that we need to do is remember. We need to remember who we are. We need to remember that you hear and you answer our prayers. And we need to remember your word. This morning,
if you are going through difficult times, if you feel weak, if you don't understand what, what, what God is doing, and you can't take it anymore, I just want to tell you that you are very precious to God. That God always is listening to you. And God wants to speak to you through his word. If you feel like that this morning, I would like to pray for you. Just raise your hand. I would like to pray for you this morning. I see your hands. I see your hands. Thanks. God, hands everywhere. Let me pray for you guys. Uh, God, I want to pray for these people who are going through these hard times. That you would give them love, grace, and comfort. And that through this situation, they will be able to know you much more, God. Please, God, help them. Help them to remember who they are. Help them to remember that you always hear and you always answer their prayers. Help them to remember your word. If you are here for the very first time, and this is the first time maybe that you hear the, the word of God, let me tell you something. You are very precious to God. And God wants to have a relationship with you. And I would like to invite you today that you can make a decision for Jesus Christ. God wants to have a relationship with you. The Bible says that we have all sinned. And, and ours all separated from God. Without Jesus Christ, we are all dead in our own sins. And we have to pay for those sins. But you know what? God, He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins and to pay for our sins. And then He rose again on the third day. And He wants to reign in your life today and give you eternal life. If you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ this morning, you can pray with your own words something like this. Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I know that my sin separates me from you. But God, I believe with all my heart that you came to this earth, you died for my sins, and you rose again on the third day. And on this morning, God, I want you to come to my life and give me eternal life. I accept you as my, as my one and only Lord and Savior. With eyes closed and heads bowed, I would like to know somebody here pray this prayer for the very first time if you invited Jesus Christ in your life today just let's, let, let me know by raising your hand I would like to pray for you somebody here made it, make this prayer for the very first time just raise your hand I would like to pray for you okay I see your hand thanks God thank you thank you for these people who have just made a decision for your son Jesus Christ God, help them to grow spiritually and help us as a church to guide, to guide them through this new path. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Thank you, Marcial. Uh, it's hard to believe it's already been a year since their family has started our, the Spanish ministry at Orchard Church. And it's been incredible to see what God has done in just a matter of a year. Uh, the growth has taken place, and it's exciting to see what's going to happen to come. So can we just thank, them, thank him again? That was amazing. 
Hey, listen, if you, if you made a decision for Jesus today, we want to know about that. We want to help you with that journey. So if you will, just mark that on your connection card. Uh, we want to send you a free book in the mail that will help you get that, that journey started. And if this is your first time with us, you're a first-time guest with us at Orchard Church, thank you. Thank you very much for coming and worshiping with us. And uh, we'd, we'd like to get in touch with you as well. So if you'll fill out the connection card, the offering bucket, it's going to go by here in a second. Just put that in the bucket, and then we're going to be in contact with you also just to send you uh, a thank you card and a free gift uh, for attending here at Orchard Church. Uh, can we just welcome our guests real quick? Can we do that? So stay tuned. The next couple of weeks, we've got some exciting stuff going on with our building, and I can't wait for you to hear about those, those kind of things. The next couple of weeks, we'll keep you, get, we'll keep you guys updated on that. And uh, right now, we're going to take our offering because we, we believe in giving here at Orchard Church because we serve a giving God. We, one of our values is that we act our wage by giving first, saving second, and living on the rest. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad we serve a giving God. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. That's a Okay, you stop. That's okay. Okay, um, so at this time, we're going to hear about what else is going on at Orchard Church. Just stay right there, and this video is going to tell us some exciting news. <laughs> 